Hello, everyone, and welcome to another informative episode of the Florida Business Forum podcast. Let's open the Florida Business Forum floodgates and let the information begin to flow. Here's your Florida Business Forum information guru and anchorman, Sam Yates. Hello, everyone. The information floodgates are indeed open. And I'm proud to say today I'm in Stewart, Florida, the headquarters for the Martin County Commission. And my special guest is Martin County Commissioner Sarah Hurd. And why is she so special? Well, she is my commissioner for District 4 right here in Martin County, Florida. Commissioner, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. You know, as I travel around the state, I, I chat a lot about people and things going on here in Martin County. And it seems that Martin County is very well known wherever I go in the state for a variety of different reasons. And I want to touch on some of those reasons as we go through the podcast today. But right off the bat, I want to get to know about you. Tell us a bit about yourself. I'm not from here. I'm originally from Southern Illinois, a a farmer's daughter, granddaughter, sister. I attended University of Illinois and Texas A&M University. I've been in Stewart since 1987 because my husband, Jeffrey, is from Florida. He's from Boca Raton, Florida, which is why we live in Stewart, Florida. Uh, So we moved back, moved here in in, uh, uh, 87. Uh, Jeffrey was a Delta pilot and we could live anywhere. And we uh, chose to live here because we at that time were avid windsurfers and also offshore fishermen. So Martin County afforded us the ability, the unique ability to do both of those things very, very well. Now, I know you have some priorities when it comes to governing on a local basis. So tell us about your priorities. My two top priorities, have, I've been a commissioner since 2002, and my platform primarily since 2002 and today is uh, growth management and clean water. Okay, that is a background, fiscal responsibility. How does that tie in with your activities and your beliefs? It's it's an absolute uh, backbone of of my beliefs, and um, I think that in order to remain viable, we have to be we have to protect our environment. We also has to have to exercise extraordinary fiscal restraint. How's Martin County fearing? Are we doing okay? We're doing very well. Um, overdevelopment creates uh, big problems, and. We have used regulation here very successfully in order to maintain small government, and we have largely been very successful in uh, limiting the size of our government. You know, I do consult with the Martin County Taxpayers Association on a pro bono basis uh, because I believe that our taxpayers are integral in everything that happens in the county. Uh, The Taxpayers Association is an organization among the oldest in the state, if not the oldest, and nothing happened in years past without the Martin County Taxpayers Association getting involved. And so we're trying to perhaps go in that direction again, because the Taxpayers Association is important. Taxpayers need to keep an eye on what's happening with the, the many different organizations within the community. And one that comes to mind right off the top of the bat is the Martin County Business Development Board. Are we getting a good return on that organization? And I guess perhaps a bit of explanation from you would be in order, because I know what the Business Development Board is all about, but give us an overview from your perspective of the Business Development Board of Martin County. 
It's a private organization that that is supposed to be funded in part by Martin County and in part by pr- the private sector in order to um, maintain and and uh, entice development, business development in Martin County. Um, we pay them. $450,000 a year uh, in order to do their job. And I've never been an advocate for that. I think that if we do need, if we feel the need to have a, a business retention attraction department, that it should be housed in the county to make sure that our regulations are uh, as transparent as possible and as helpful as possible to attract the kind of, of uh, business that we want here. And I think that's a fair assessment, and it leads me to another topic, the accolades that you yourself have received for doing just that, keeping an eye out, not only as someone who gives us the regulations and maintains those regulations at a county level, but a real pit bull of a watchdog. You have a lot of accolades. They have, and they've come from all all kinds of places. They're community service awards, uh, public service awards, community steward awards from environmental organizations, from a thousand friends of Florida, from the Women's Club, from the Garden Club, from all kinds of of uh, uh, organizations within and outside of Martin County that care about good government and public service. Commissioner, I know you're recently reelected, and we're hoping that you stay around a long time. So. We want those accolades to continue to mount up, and I'd love to see them stacked up here in your office. Thank you. I think the last time we bumped into each other was at the ribbon cutting for Phipps Park, and that was one of the reasons that put me on the path to get together with you, because during that ribbon cutting, I heard a conversation that the park is now connected to sewer. And it was a little baffling to me when. I followed up with a question to uh, our officials in charge of water and sewer in the county. And the explanation that I got was, well, you're going to get sewer, but it's going to take 10 years. That just didn't seem like a, a good figure to me. It doesn't sound right to me, and I'm looking into it, Sam. It seems to me that there's there are provisions within the sanitary sewer element of the comprehensive plan that say that when there is service within a certain distance of your development, that you, um, in some cases, it, uh, it makes it more efficient. Um, it makes it cost effective. It makes it practical to tie in to extend or else it's mandatory. So I'm looking into whether or not we can expedite the extension of water and sewer to your neighborhood because it makes perfect sense to me. And I don't raise the question about the sewer connections for any other reason than to say that you really, really have an open door policy, whether it's me coming in with this question or someone else coming in with a question, the door is open. You and I have had conversations over the many past years on a variety of topics, but anyone, literally anyone can have access and speak to you, correct? I welcome that, yes. How do they go about that? What's the the best way for them to reach out to you? Well, how most residents, at least my neighbors, reach reach me is they, they stop me on my morning jogs and walks through the parks in Martin County. But you can reach me at sherd at martin.fl.us or at my phone number is 221-2358. Um, I'm at the administration building. Happy to meet with you at any time. 
I'm also on the board of directors for the Gold Coast Builders Association, legislation that is going to impact not only builders, but homeowners throughout the state of Florida. And I know the county as a whole has taken a stand on one particular bill that threatens to take away some of our local control. Tell us about it. It's, I think you're talking about Senate Bill 102, and it's it's um, it does it 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 it, it uh, takes away um, home rule and preempts our authority, and it does that by mandating that if a developer proposes a development that has 70 percent affordable housing in it, that we in we must approve it. We must approve it in commercial. We don't allow any residential development in commercial right now. And also, furthermore, it would be mandatory that it be approved. There will not be a public hearing. It will be approved by staff. And then if, if a certain percentage of it is is affordable, then it becomes tax exempt. And if it meets a certain threshold, it becomes tax exempt for 36 years. Um, so this bill is going to to really take away a lot of our home ability authority. Commissioner, what can be done about that? We're opposing it. You know, if you if you believe strongly that that you don't want to see Tallahassee making these decisions for us, get in touch with our with our uh, uh, legislators and tell them how you feel. Good lead into another topic near and dear to me. I, I hear it all over the state, and that is attainable housing. And I'm smiling because. I use the word attainable, not affordable. There's a big difference there. But attainable housing should be something that is good for everyone and a goal of everyone. And Martin County has done a we we've we've uh, taken advantage of ship housing, which is uh, state grants. We've taken advantage. We've we've built affordable, attainable housing on Martin County owned land. We've we've we, we make extraordinary efforts in order to create attainable housing in Martin County. And for our audience, there is a website called Homes for All that uh, I have a hand in keeping it up to date. So if you're interested in what's going on about attainable housing uh, in Florida and in our Treasure Coast Palm Beaches in particular, check it out. Uh, overall, though, I think Martin County has a reputation for four-story height limitations going back many years to the days that I used to cover, cover the commissioners as a reporter. Martin County is doing a great job of making sure there is a, a fair balance I know there was recently a, a state ruling against uh, one of the items that the commissioners that you voted on. Uh, it was not a real strong vote by the commission. Uh, it involved development down in the, the Hobe Sound area. That's correct. Rural density uh, land use amendment. And there was a uh, and, and it created urban development in agricultural lands. There is no question. That's what that did. And a citizen uh, litigated against that. And it went went to an administrative law judge and the judge ruled in favor of the against the county. But that's one of the reasons why we've kept our taxes low and our, our we've kept our development compact and we only provide urban services inside the urban service boundary. That's why our taxes are low. It protects our environment and it keeps our taxes low and it provides an unbelievably high quality of life for our residents. A lot of people look at what's going on around us and, and they see development. They see things being built, more traffic coming in. Now, that's not necessarily anything that happened recently. A lot of those projects were in progress for quite a number of years, but we do need a lot of growth, and a lot of that is happening now. 
here. It's we've we've never seen growth like we like we're experiencing right now. The traffic is unbearable. I've never seen anything like it. Our population is supposed to be 160,000 people and it seems to me like there are 250,000 of us on on the roads that I use to to uh, come back and forth to work every day. So there needs to be a balance, absolutely. And and it's becoming quite imbalanced right now. And I, I know it's because it's winter. You know, there are a lot of snowbirds here, but also um, I, I fear that we are becoming the new California and that our it's going to be more and more and more crowded and more and more and more expensive. Well, I'm going to echo in there, if you don't mind. That's uh, one of the comments that the the Martin County Sheriff's Office uh, Dep- Chief Deputy John Budensick. Thank you. Uh, recently, I was speaking to um, one of the groups, and or recently he was speaking to one of the groups, and he said, "I'm going around the county, and the number one question that I get is what's going on with traffic." And to that end, he said, "You know, we react to it because that's what we're supposed to do as law enforcement." And he said, "In the last year, 2022." More than 7,100 and some change tickets were written by the Martin County Sheriff's Department alone. So they are aware of the traffic situation. So if you're in traffic right now somewhere, whether it's in Martin County or anywhere in the state, be aware that odds are law enforcement is aware of it and they are addressing it. And also another thing is is that we used to, well, we, when we had the Department of Community Affairs, I'm sure that you remember this uh, venerable organization, um, concurrency, traffic concurrency was a requirement. If a developer proposed to build a, a development that exceeded road capacity, we could require that developer to add that additional capacity. When the develop, When the Department of Community Affairs was disbanded, that concurrency requirement went away and we no longer have the ability to require that a developer pay for the additional impacts he's creating. Now back to the the Martin County Sheriff's Department, you know, when we were off mic prepping for the program, we were talking before the program and uh, I do a lot of work up in Brevard County with the the constitutional sheriff there, Wayne Ivy, great guy. Uh, we talk a lot about crime as it relates to senior citizens and in uh, one of the recent recent meetings with the chief deputy, I asked the question, how we're doing here in Martin County? Are we seeing a, a significant increase in crime against seniors? And his answer was no. Uh, so I think our sheriff's department is doing a great job, a wonderful job, and our crime stats reflect those lower numbers. I completely agree with you. Um, it's it's Martin County is definitely the safest place to be in Florida. By the way, I want to say to the chief deputy, if by chance you're thinking of running for the position of sheriff, we'd like to help you make that announcement. So if you're going to make an announcement and want to make it on the Florida Business Forum, we are open to do just that. Uh, And we hope that you do, because we like the way things have been going on here lately. Now, before I run out of time, I try to keep the program to around 15 to 20 minutes. My question is, can you come back? for another episode. I'd love to. Thank you. Great. I want to say I'd love to see these become a regular thing because there is a news vacuum that exists. And I think uh, programs like this encourage more people to get involved uh, and seek out alternate sources of information because disinformation is is rampant. And uh, many, many times we see from our elected officials 
uh, an outreach trying to uh, make sure they correct the bad news that is out there, and I commend them for that. So my door is always open for you to be on the program, whether in this particular podcast or whatever the podcast is. I think we have, and I and I still consider myself a journalist, an obligation to let our various publics know what is going on. So the door is always open for you because we have that obligation. I completely agree. One of the things that has always made Martin County so different is that our residents participate in local government. And they were able to participate in local government because we had two local newspapers that covered local government. We no longer have newspapers that are covering local government. So we have this massive influx of new residents and they don't have any access to information. And we're seeing in our, our local publications, too, circulation may be growing slightly according to the publications, but our population's growing faster. So uh, I actually question whether or not the circulation figures are correct and growing, but there is a need there. So again, anytime my door is open and I'll come back and sit down with you, and uh, I'll also be reaching out to ask you to be on the program, too, Two-Way Street. Before we wrap up, though, anything I've not covered that you would like to make sure we cover? I don't think so. It's a privilege to serve. Thank you. Commissioner Sarah Hurd, it is my privilege to let your voice be heard as well. And uh, no pun intended, uh, that just came out. And I'm going, Sam, did you just say that? That was a campaign slogan of mine. You're welcome to use it anytime. You know, Commissioner, that's exactly <laughs> why it stuck with me all these years. So it it uh, the campaign slogan worked very, very well. Vote Sarah, be heard. Commissioner, thank you for being here. I'm Sam Yates with the Florida Business Forum podcast. Until our next episode, have a great day, everybody. The Florida Business Forum is dedicated to showcasing Florida businesses and CEOs of all sorts to promote their business or not-for-profit in the only business forum of its type in Florida. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, the Florida Business Forum is now accepting guest applications. Have a great day, everyone, and stay tuned for more business.